This is the Agile Software Development Podcast, Episode 5. The Errors of Estimation, by Vasco Durate, from his blog at softwaredevelopmenttoday.com. In this episode, we find out why Vasco sees estimation as a failure point in Agile development projects. We look at a number of different estimation approaches and explore their flaws. Then, at the end of this episode, I'll provide you with details for more information on Vasco's preferred no-estimates approach to Agile software development projects. The Errors of Estimation by Vasco Duarte What we often hear from estimators is that estimates are supposed to be intervals, not single-point values. As usual, They don't define what intervals should be. They just say that you have to be accurate, but not so precise. Okay, let's explore what that might mean. Let's say you get a request to estimate a project. You do your homework and you come up with a number, say 20 man days. What does that mean? Does it mean you can deliver in one day if you have 20 people working on it? Surely that's not the case or even expected. Just think of testing, UX work, development, etc. So the estimate will be more something like three man days for UX design, five man days for PM work, seven man days for dev work, four for testing, and one for release. For a total of, you guessed it, 20 man days. Interval magic. Okay, now let's go back to that interval we were talking about. Let's say that your margin estimators also call it contingency, is 20%. In that case, the estimate could be something like 3 to 3.6 man days for UX design, or 5 to 6 man days for PM work, 7 to 8.4 man days for dev work, etc, etc. Now we have the interval we were talking about above, and it comes out at 20 to 24 man days. Now, some people might take issue with that and say that the margin is in both directions, not just on the plus or the right side of the original estimate. This is where things get complicated and people will talk about optimistic or pessimistic and most likely estimates, three point estimation. Without making this too much of an estimate lesson, what that would mean in practice is that everyone in the team must give three estimates for every task and from that calculate mathematically what the estimate should be. The incoherence in estimation practices. However, there's a problem here. We started this post by talking about the idea that estimates should be intervals. What happens is that the three-point estimates drive teams to present a single-point estimate for each task that is based on those three estimates. I'd say that, logically, asking for a three-point estimate and then calculating a single point defeats the whole point of having a three-point estimate. That's what we would call an internal incoherence. And there's plenty of those in estimation. For now, let's get back to the interval to incorporate the idea that estimates could be wrong in both directions, early and late, but most likely to be late. This we can easily observe in the wild. So our intervals might be something like 
2.8 to 3.36 Mandays UX design, 4.7 to 5.64 Mandays for PM work, etc. etc. And now our interval is 19.6 to 23.52 Mandays. So now we have three possible estimates to give out. A. 20 man days, single point estimates. B, 20 to 24 man days. Or C, 19.6 to 23.52 man days. Which one should we use? Wait, we're not done yet. Not so fast. What about the fat tails? There's another problem in the use of intervals in estimation. Although the estimators argue that 20% margins are normal and acceptable, I take issues with that, but that's another post. The fact is that estimates are more often wrong on the right side, late, than on the left side, early. So we should factor that in. But a question arises, how much can an estimate be wrong on the right side, late? There's quite a lot of data on this, but I'll use a conservative estimate. Let's say the estimates can be 250% or 2.5 times wrong on the right side. Is this conservative? Yes. Let's look at evidence from Steve McConnell's book, Demystifying the Black Art of Estimation. In that book, McConnell shares a graph of the on-time record for one of the companies he consulted for. In one example, he provides an error of 2,800% on the late side. In my model, based on data I collected from projects where I worked, the largest error I saw was 250%. So I'll use that conservative margin and apply it to our interval, which gets us to 2.8 to 7 man days for the UX design, 4.7 to 11.75 man days for the PM work, etc, etc. And now our interval is 19.6 to 49.25 man days. The takeaway. In this example, we've established A. Intervals are hard to calculate. We've explored three different ways that deliver three different values and leave a lot to be interpreted, which defeats the purpose of estimation, since every person can choose and be in line with literature, whatever method they want. B. The traditional margin of 20% is not applicable in real life cases. We investigated how even estimation proponents often show data where projects are orders of magnitude late compared to their original estimate and use single point to make their point an internal incoherence. C. Estimating according to best practice is often a time consuming and still error prone practice e.g. the three-point estimate. D. When we incorporate errors seen in real life, we are often talking about margins that are ten times larger than what estimators say is acceptable, usually around 20%. Estimation is an inherently incoherent practice that often yields information that is inadequate for decision-making. Would you book 19.6 man days or 49.25 man days for this project. And on top of that, it increases the effort the teams need to spend in order to deliver software. 
estimation effort has a cost that, depending on your techniques, might not be irrelevant. Furthermore, estimation requires us to suspend our belief that agile approaches are better for software development. For example, you need all the requirements up front to even do the kind of simple estimation we used in this example. In short, estimation is a failure mode in software development. You just listened to the post, The Errors of Estimation, by Vasco Duarte, from his blog at softwaredevelopmenttoday.com. Now, Vasco is a big advocate of the alternative no estimates approach. If you'd like to learn more about this approach, then Vasco's book, conveniently called No Estimates, and the accompanying videos are a great place to start. You'll find details from the website softwaredevelopmenttoday.com. No Estimates is a complete, no-holds-barred look at how a senior project manager was able to predict release dates for her projects with 90% success. You'll find a link to the book in the notes for this episode too. I'm Bill Ecklin, your narrator for the Agile Software Development Podcast, and I'll be back with you for another episode in a week's time. Thank you for listening.